You're listening to a Philadelphia Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philadelphia sports fan experience. What is going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the latest Birds Banter podcast. This is the final segment of the Evaluate the Rookies um, podcast that we're talking about. We did every single draft pick so far, and now we're going to cover the 12 undrafted free agents. We're just going to hit through them real quick, talk about um, what they're good at, and a little bit of their roster outlook, if they're going to be competing for a spot, if they're probably going to be in the practice squad, or anything like that. I designated a single podcast for every single draft pick talks about these players for 10 15 20 minutes each i'm um, talking about their strengths weaknesses and fit with the team undrafted free agents are a lot different as you guys know i mean they didn't go drafted for a reason um, most likely obviously there sometimes you find some gems the eagles had josh adams a couple years ago go undrafted he ended up making the roster so um or make it the practice squad and end up being promoted to the um, final roster. Corey Clement was an undrafted free agent, so sometimes you get some gems, but um, really, I just wanted to spend most of the time on the uh, original draft picks and then just give you a quick analysis, quick little um, instant reaction from what I saw out of these players so far and uh, what they're going to be bringing to the training camp and preseason whenever that will be happening. So let's get right into it. I'm going to list off every single player and then we're going to talk about a little bit about each one. The undrafted free agents that the Eagles signed were Khalil Tate, wide receiver from Arizona, Michael Warren, running back from Cincinnati, Adrian Killens, running back from Central Florida, Noah Togai, tight end, Oregon State, Luke Jeriga, center from Western Michigan, Michael Jaquette, cornerback, Louisiana, Dante Olson, linebacker from Montana, Julian Good-Jones, offensive lineman from Iowa State, Raquan Williams, defensive tackle, Michigan State, Grayland Arnold, safety from Baylor. Menesa Bailey, wide receiver from Morgan State. Elijah Riley, defensive back from Army. And Prince Smith Jr., cornerback from New Hampshire. So the Eagles got a lot of variety um, and a lot of these undrafted free agents trying to fill in um, the final roster spots, getting to that 90 um, threshold that the Eagles can hit. The first player that we're going to talk about is very interesting, kind of hard to judge already because Khalil Tate was a quarterback at Arizona. He was full-time quarterback, and now he's transi- transitioning to wide receiver in the pre-draft process. He talked about his transi- transition to another position and said he wanted to be a quarterback, but ultimately the Eagles signed him as a wide receiver. Um, so watching him, I didn't really get a full sense of what he can bring as a wide receiver because he was playing quarterback. He was a dual-threat quarterback. Uh, He threw for over 1,500 yards and 14 touchdowns, but also ran for over 1,400 yards and 12 touchdowns. So very balanced, almost identical stat lines through the air and on the ground. But Khalil Tate, he's a very athletic player, um, pretty big as a quarterback, 6'2", 215 pounds, so he can fit that wide receiver mold pretty easily. Um, It's going to be interesting how they develop him. I wouldn't imagine that he would make the team at all because... Eagles drafted a lot of wide receivers. They got four through the draft, including the trade for Marquise Goodwin. So 
Um, the odds are definitely stacked against him, but I mean, who knows? Khalil Tate might find his niche at wide receiver and be the next big thing. So uh, looking forward to see how he can progress into a different position. The next player we're going to talk about is Michael Warren. Michael Warren is very interesting. He is a running back from Cincinnati. He uh, is probably my candidate for the most likely to make the 53-man roster. He's a smaller player. He's only 5'9", 226, but, man, he runs hard. Um, He has a lot of yards after contact with his size because, yeah, although he is short, he is 226 pounds. That is a um, bowling ball coming through the middle. He can run through the gap um, in between tackles very well, and he can just utilize that um, big body that he has to move players around. And, I mean, he had 14 games with over 100 yards and 36 total touchdowns since 2018. So very productive with Cincinnati, the um, staple in their offense. And he just is able to quickly get to the gap and uh, has pretty good footwork for his size. I mean, I was, I was impressed of watching him. And um, I saw also that he had very good ball security in 2019. So, um, I mean, he's got it all. I know he's probably not the um, premier running back because obviously he's undrafted. There's going to be weaknesses to him. And um, he's coming out of college with over 500 carries in the last two seasons. But, I mean, nonetheless, he's he can read the protection well. He can create a lot of yards after contact, and he holds the ball well. So uh, Michael Warren is definitely going to be interesting. Stepping into a running back group that – has Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Elijah Holyfield, and now Corey Clement as well. Only four backs. And then the Eagles bring in two as undrafted free agents. So Michael Warren is stepping into a pretty good competition um, right from the get-go, especially as a power back. The next player is another running back, Adrian Killens. He is from Central Florida, and um, he's five foot seven, 162 pounds, so pretty similar in height to Michael Warren, but a lot lighter. Um, Watching him, he's basically just a third down back, someone like a Darren Sproles and Boston Scott. The Eagles definitely like those kind of running backs, and they like to groom those. They brought in Boston Scott while Darren Sproles was still um, playing. However, Killings, he's just a little too late. I mean, I would be excited to bring him in if the Eagles didn't have Boston Scott, but now that we see what Scott can do and he can step into Darren Sproles' role pretty well, Killens probably won't really have um, a role with this team. He was pretty productive in college. He didn't have the most carries at Central Florida, but he had seven touchdowns and 629 yards in his senior season. So um, the production is there, the skill level is there, but just not with the Eagles. I don't think he's going to be making the 53-man roster, maybe the practice squad. The next player is Noah Tagai, tight end from Oregon State, another player that can be competing for the 53-man roster because the Eagles love to use um, three tight ends a lot. The past couple years, it's been Zachers and Dallas Goddard, but then also uh, Josh Perkins or Richard Rogers. They love to add these different tight ends into the mix. Noah Tagai is pretty good at receiving. I mean, he caught 44 passes for... 406 yards and two touchdowns. I know that's not super flashy, but he ended his college career with over a thousand um, receiving yards. He's definitely better at receiving than blocking. So the Eagles could add him as another vertical threat. Um, he's pretty good. He's explosive as a vertical route runner, like I saw uh, watching him. And he's just a good route runner overall, pretty decent. Um, I think he could definitely work on it a bit, work on his catching, but 
he has decent hands and he can catch the ball um, through contact. So he's definitely a uh, candidate to make the final roster, especially the way that the Eagles like to use these tight ends and just his skill level as a receiving tight end. One thing I was very surprised with this draft was the Eagles didn't get a true replacement for Jason Kelsey. I would imagine that they would have to come out of the draft with a replacement for Jason Kelsey just so next year if he does end up retiring, the Eagles would probably want to look at a replacement in rounds one or two um, just to make sure they get that production replaced. However, they end up getting a center as an undrafted free agent. I mean, he's actually just another versatile interior offensive lineman, so... Um, we'll have to see what he can bring to the table on the field, but he's pretty big. He's 6'3", 300 pounds. Um, he was pretty versatile with Western Michigan. He played 38 games at right guard and 14 at center, so pretty reliable, versatile um, in the offensive line, but just more experience at the guard position. I think the Eagles really need to go and get somebody that can play center really well. Jason Kelsey, you're not going to put him at guard. I know that a lot of teams like having these versatile offensive linemen, defensive linemen, whatever it may be. However, um, I really want, just knowing how good Jason Kelsey is, I want someone that can step in and play just as good as he is because he's such a cornerstone for that offensive line. So um, Luke Jerigo, the center from Western Michigan, he uh, he's I, I'm intrigued by him. I think he can make some noise and compete with Nate Herbig for that backup center and interior offensive lineman position, but I'm not expecting too much out of him. The next player is Michael Jaquette, cornerback from Louisiana. Um, he's actually a pretty good prospect. I'm interested to see what he's going to do. He's pretty. He has good size. He's 6'2". Um, you know, he has pretty good ball skills as well. When I was watching him, he was making a, a lot of plays. He's physical. He keeps the play in front of him. Good at tackling. Um, pretty much a surefire tackler. He has. Um, 14 pass breakups over his career and four interceptions 94 tackles i mean he's just a machine um that was just 2018 and 2019 actually but um open field tackler i think he would be best in zone coverages so the eagles if they're going to be running zone coverages more on their defense michael jaquette can step in and um play that role pretty well so I like this this signing. I think it adds more cornerback depth. I don't think he's going to be competing for a starting job by any chance, but um, he definitely fits the mold out of what Eagles the Eagles like out of their cornerbacks. The next player is Dante Olson, linebacker from Montana. Um, Dante Olson, he uh, probably is not very likely at all to make the final roster. He's not very fast. He ran a four eight eight at the combine. Um, People didn't really have much on him pre-draft process. Watching him, yeah, he was a tackling machine. He had 14 tackles against Oregon last year, so goes to show just how good and reliable he is at tackling. Um, I mean, he's good in, in the uh, inside at the inside linebacker position. He can diagnose plays well, and he can stay upright. I noticed that he stays upright and square to the play a good amount, um, moves laterally pretty smoothly, and can make sure that he follows the play well. However, he's just, he's not very quick. He doesn't have good range. And just the way the Eagles are evolving this defense and trying to make players more versatile, faster, um, cover more ground, he just doesn't really cover that because he can't, he can't flip his hips and move very well. So um, I, I don't really see how Dante Olsen will fit into this final roster. 
The next player is Julian Good-Jones, another offensive lineman. Um, he's 6'3", 313 pounds, and he was a starter at Iowa State at left tackle. So uh, he's also a former center. So he transitioned from for, uh, from center to tackle, which is actually pretty rare. You don't really see that that often, but um, very versatile, like I said. He had a really good senior season when I watched him. He's pretty uh, pretty good technique. His feet are actually pretty quick. Uh, I was surprised about that because most of the times these undrafted free agents, they're not the most athletic. They just have uh, good size or good power, but he's actually pretty quick. Um, he has good hand work, and then he can he can use his power to uh, make sure that he's holding his blocks for a long time and has good awareness. I saw he can pick up the blitz coming and make sure that his quarterback doesn't um, you know get sacked. But Honestly, this is probably a probably another player that has a shot at making the 53-man roster because he had a good season in his senior year. He has versatility, which the Eagles love, as everybody knows that. So um, I think he could be another candidate to make the roster. He was going to be competing with Jack Driscoll and Prince Tego Wanago, who made, or were drafted by the Eagles. But um, I think he would be a pretty good candidate to duke it out in the offseason. So that's another good addition by the Eagles. I liked what I saw out of Julian Good-Jones. We're getting to the end of the list here. A couple more players to go. Um, next player is Raquan Williams, defensive tackle from Michigan State. I think after the undrafted free agents came in, Williams was probably the fan favorite just because most people know, knew about him compared to all the other undrafted free agents. But um, he's, he's a big player. He's more thick in his upper body than his lower body, so he definitely needs a little bit more power down there, but um, he's versatile. He can play all over the line like he did at Michigan State. He's powerful. Um, I like what I see out of him. However, I, I just want to comment on the defensive tackle position. The Eagles have, obviously, Fletcher Cox. They signed Javon Hargrave. They have Malik Jackson, Anthony Rush, Hassan Ridgeway. so they're loaded right now. Um, Raquan Williams, yeah, he's a good player. Uh, I think this is one of their best free agent signings or undrafted free agent signings out of the group. However, I just don't see how he fits in. Um, Anthony Rush showed so much promise last season that I would imagine the Eagles want to keep him as a fifth defensive tackle. Normally, they just keep five, but um, he's just too good. They they don't have a great track record at letting these talented players walk um, and not make the 53-man roster like LJ Fort. They, leave the, they let these players go. And then they end up doing great things with other teams. So they want to make sure that they keep them in, even if it's sacrificing an extra wide receiver or offensive lineman. Um, so I think Anthony Rush already has the edge over Raquan, Raquan Williams. Um, Williams, maybe the practice squad. I think he's too good of a prospect to um, stay around with the Eagles. I think someone else would snatch him up. However, you never know. Uh, I think he's definitely a good prospect, but he's just not stepping into the best competition right now because he's really got to bring his best if he wants to make the final roster. The next undrafted free agent is Menace Bailey, wide receiver from Morgan State. Um, he is actually a very, very interesting prospect because he started his college career at Morgan State as a linebacker, and then he ended up converting to receiver, so there's not a whole lot of tape out on him, but uh, I mean, his his uh, first year as wide receiver, he had the school's second most yards in a single season with 996, and he was third team all MEAC uh, selection, so he was productive. He's just athletic. I mean, 
linebacker to wide receiver. I don't think I've ever seen that flip before, um, which is definitely very interesting, but um, interest, interesting to see how well he's going to do at, as a wide receiver at the next level. The Eagles have a lot of depth at wide receiver, so don't see him even getting a shot at making the team, but um, it's definitely an interesting story to watch. Make sure you check him out over the offseason and see how he's progressing, um, making that big change. Our next prospect is Grayland Arnold, safety from Baylor. Another really good signing here. I like this one, even though he's stepping into a um, position that's already deep at safety, and he's also um, pretty good at nickel corner. He's wide-eyed. He's very, very, very aware of what's going on in front of him. He can read the quarterback pretty well. He has great ball tracking, and um, he can pinpoint the ball, make sure he goes and gets it. Um, he's just a playmaker overall. He finished with six interceptions in 2019. So, um, you know, he's got good energy. I, I like him. I think he was definitely a prospect to be um, drafted, but he went undrafted. And the biggest things that stick out to me are um, he wasn't the healthiest player and his tackling just didn't really show up on tape. So um, although he is pretty good, um, he's got an uphill battle just because if he wants to play nickel corner, he's competing with Craven LeBlanc, Nickel, Roby Coleman, and then obviously Avanti Maddox if he slides back inside. And then at safety, the Eagles are loaded at safety. They're they're not like amazing there. However, they got some pretty good players all around. They're pretty deep. So uh, Grayland Arnold, I like him. I like the signing, but just don't see it. Expect him to be a target to pick back up on the practice squad. Elijah Riley, defensive back from Army. Um, this is a really good sign. I know I'm saying this about a lot, but just watching them more, I, I like these players. I know it's unrealistic for uh, many of them to make the team. I'm only expecting like one or two, um, especially these defensive backs, knowing how many the Eagles have right now. But Elijah Riley, he played pretty much any role at Army. Um, he was a staple for the defense. When I was watching him, he was playing many, many different positions, um, had many different roles. He was blitzing at times, um, on the edge from the slot corner position, and he was just a good tackle overall. He has good ball skills. Um, he had six pass breakups, three interceptions, 8.5 tackles per loss. Um, he started his final 32 games with Army, and uh, he was a captain his senior season. So, um, overall, he's a consistent tackler. He's not afraid at all. If you watch him, go check out his tape. He's just quick, explosive, and he goes for it every single play. So um, I like him. I think he could definitely evolve into something, especially because of his versatility. He can play outside. He can play inside. He can play safety. Um, I think he's got a pretty good shot. And If not, hopefully he stays around on the practice squad. The last prospect we are talking about is Prince Smith Jr. So Prince Smith Jr., um, he's 5'10", 185 pounds, so a little bit undersized, comparable to um, Avante Maddox, but he finished the season with 64 tackles, three interceptions, and two forced fumbles. Um, so pretty productive, not extremely, but um, you see the potential with him. He was a small school sleeper. I mean, he's from New Hampshire, so... Really, not a lot, not a lot of eyes over there on players in, in New Hampshire, but um, he could be something to develop into a nickel cornerback. There's not 
a lot. I mean, when I was watching him, yeah, I saw some good things, but I don't see him as a cornerback that's NFL ready by any means. So I think Prince Smith and Elijah Riley, I think they're both, at least one of them would be a candidate to stay around on the practice squad because right now the Eagles only have um, Craven LeBlanc and Nikel Roby Coleman around for this year in 2020. So um, if one or both of them walk and the Eagles can't keep them around, then one of those guys can be developed into the, the future nickel corner. By no means are they ready for um, action in 2020 yet. However, if they develop, say on the practice squad, they could be the future at the nickel corner. So that's where I see Prince Smith Jr. and Elijah Riley fitting in with the team. Uh, I think they're both pretty skilled. They have a versatility to them. However, they're just not ready for the NFL yet. All right, everybody, that was my analysis on the undrafted free agents. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, we've rolled through every single pick so far, every single free agent signing. It's been a long week looking at all these players, making sure I'm getting my own notes down and um, checking in on everything that these players have to bring, giving my take on how they would fit with the team. So definitely rewarding. Uh, I see that you guys are liking these podcasts. Thank you for the positive feedback. Thank you for supporting by listening. If you haven't done so already, go back and check out the previous ones. Um, I covered every single draft pick, and I think it'd be valuable for you guys to know, even if you check it out later in the offseason, always go back to those to see um, right after the draft what I was saying about their strengths, their weaknesses, and obviously their fit with the Eagles team. So hope you guys were enjoying these. Uh, It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed learning more about the prospects and also giving my take on what I saw out of them. So um, a lot of fun. But now we're transitioning to full off-season talk. It's been a grind talking about the draft and learning a lot about these players before the draft, during the draft, after the draft. Um, But that's finally over. We got the 90-man roster put together. There's still moves to be made. There's still topics to discuss. So the content is not going to stop whatsoever. However, we're just transitioning a little bit. I'm going to look forward to trying to evolve the podcast even more going forward. Hopefully get some players, uh, coaches, whatever it may be. Um, Keep your eyes out because we're going to be doing some big things very soon. Um, So make sure you're following us on social media for all of our updates. Birds Banter on Twitter, Birds Banter PHL on Instagram. If you are enjoying the podcast so far uh, for uh, however long you've been listening, go rate and review on Apple Podcasts, please. It helps me out a ton. Rate us five stars. Tell us a little bit about what you like about the podcast. I would love to hear your feedback. Ask, a, ask us a question, what you want covered, anything you might uh, want to put in there. I would definitely appreciate the feedback. It helps me out, um, helps you guys out to get better content in the future. So thank you for all of that in advance. And um, I really hope you guys are having a safe time out there, making sure you're staying healthy. And I'll catch you guys next time. Go Birds! Go Birds!